Everyone, this weekend, this morning, this Sunday, we celebrate what is known as Ascension Sunday. Forty days after the resurrection, we know Jesus ascended into heaven. His disciples saw it. You hear about it in all the Gospels. You hear about it in the Acts of the Apostles. This happened historically, a real moment in time. Jesus, who was raised from the dead, ascended to the Father in heaven 40 days after the first Easter Sunday. The image that comes to mind for me this morning on Ascension comes to me from an experience that most of us have had. The experience is this. Our first time flying. Flying in a plane, that is. I'm not talking about a little puddle jumper. I'm talking about the experience of the first time you flew on a commercial airline. When was that? Do you remember that? Do you remember what it was like, what you expected, what you anticipated? For me, it was back in the mid-1990s. I was 9 or 10 years old. And my folks and I were flying down to Cincinnati, Ohio, to visit an aunt and uncle and some cousins. We flew from Minot to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Cincinnati. When I found out that we were flying for the first time, I had certain expectations of what it would be like. But my greatest point of confusion was this. When we get up there, how does the pilot know where to go? Especially when it's cloudy and you can't follow I-94 or Highway 2 or Highway 83 or whatever highway the pilot needs to follow. Of course, I had no conception of radars, GPS, air traffic control, didn't know any of that. But how in the world does a pilot know where to go and to not crash into another plane? I had imagined that when we got above the clouds, 30,000 feet cruising along, that there would be floating signs, big balloons with signs that say, far go this way 200 miles, Sioux Falls that way. That's what I anticipated. Now, like I said, this wasn't last week. This was when I was nine or 10. But it's what I imagined, how you get from one place to another when you're flying. In case you haven't flown yet, that's not how it works. The point is this, everyone. The point is this. Flying was much different than what I expected. Flying was much different than what I had made up in my own mind in anticipation of flying. It was a much different experience, the reality, from what I imagined. Now, holding that principle in mind, let's transition. We celebrate Jesus' ascension to where? To heaven. I have a feeling many of us have a certain anticipation or even expectation of what the reality of heaven is like. The question is, is it anywhere close to the actual reality? Or will our expectations be adjusted? What we anticipate heaven to be, is it actually close to what God has revealed heaven to be to us? So let me offer you two common viewpoints about this reality we call heaven. Viewpoint number one, let's call it the worldly view of heaven. Viewpoint number two, let's call it the biblical view of heaven. I'll give you a guess which one we should run with. Number one, the worldly view of heaven. I know that sounds paradoxical. Worldly view of heaven, aren't they different? Stay with me. The worldly view of heaven would be this. Reality has two tiers to it. The earthly, worldly tier, the here and now, what you see and experience right here, right now. 
And secondly, a heavenly view, a heavenly reality that some far off distant land in a galaxy far, far away. And if you get in a plane big enough and fast enough and engineer just rightly with the right kind of fuel and enough fuel, you might just be able to reach this far distant land in this galaxy far away. Heaven is some distant reality. If I just describe your view of heaven, it is nowhere close to the biblical view of heaven described by God and revealed to us by Jesus in the scriptures. What's the problem with the worldly view of heaven? The problem is this. When Jesus ascends to his Father in heaven, what seems to happen for us who remain? He leaves us, right? That the ascension is about Jesus leaving his people, leaving his disciples to their own devices. Bye-bye, see you later, sayonara. Up, up, and away kind of thing. I hope he comes back someday. Now Jesus is gone, and we're left alone. That is not the biblical view of heaven. So what would the biblical view of heaven be? How about this? Yes, Jesus ascends to heaven. But guess what? He takes us with him. That's what the Feast of the Ascension is about. Jesus, united to his people, taking them to the heavenly realm. Right? We love to sing songs about being the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ, one body, all these things. Do you know what that actually means? <laughs> it means Christ is the head, and we the members through baptism are the body, and the body and the head are intimately united and connected. Jesus the head, we the body, connected as one. Jesus goes to heaven, ascends to heaven, and he takes the body with him. That's what the ascension is about. So do you remember the place... And it happened many times in Jesus' public ministry where he said this, the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is among you. The kingdom of heaven is in your midst. That sounds nothing like the kingdom of heaven is some far distant galaxy far, far away, does it? He's saying the kingdom of God is among you, right in front of you, in your midst, here and now, the coming together of the earthly and heavenly together as one. Now, if you think I've lost you, or lost it, or if I've lost you, let me give you a quote from a theologian that describes this reality that I'm saying. Here's what he said about heaven. Heaven is not so much a place, but it's a person. Did you catch that? Heaven is not so much a place, but a person. Okay, which wacky theologian said that? Pope Benedict XVI, one of the greatest theologians in the 20th century, described heaven as not so much a place, but as a person. And what do we do with persons? We have relationships. We have friendships. We have union. We participate in friendships with other people. And if heaven is a person, that person is, of course, Jesus. So what does that mean for us? Everyone, heaven is not just some place we go when we die. Heaven is lived now. Heaven is lived here. The life of heaven is lived 
in relationship with Jesus. And Jesus offers us that. Have you ever met anyone who's getting close to the end of their life? And they seem to be at a place of tremendous peace. And you wonder, like, why aren't you scared? Why aren't you worried? Why aren't you concerned? Why aren't you fearful? And you find out that they have a wonderful relationship with Jesus here on earth. I have a feeling part of the reason they're not scared is because they know they're living heaven now. They know they're living the life of God now. And that that continues forever in heaven. So why be afraid? So if you're fearful of death, fearful of the afterlife, fearful of this thing we call judgment, how about this? Live heaven now. Live relationship with God now. Live friendship with Jesus now. Because that's what we do in heaven. And we also get to do it here on earth. Happy ascension.